and welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. My name is David Cowlishaw and I'm joined by Tony Lloyd. I wouldn't mind if you took me in my sleep tonight. I wouldn't even put up a fight. I wouldn't care if you took it all away today. Sure, I wouldn't even miss the pain. Tony's album is available for Christmas. Okay. <laughs> Okay, uh, a very somber start, a very somber tune there, Tony, and that can only be because uh, Nathan Jones has uh, parted company with Stoke City uh, today. Club released a statement uh, about an hour or so after John Percy et al. broke the story. Um, so, uh, whilst not unexpected, the timing uh, was very strange and. If according to reports, that is because uh, we were waiting for John Coates to come back off holiday. For I mean, fuck's sake. <laughs> I, I mean, do, is he like worried about the half term? Did he did he schedule this holiday for the half term and was just what what's what's going on? It's very stoke, isn't it? It's ah, uh, uh, I'm just fucking hell. Yes, um, <laughs> yes, it is very soak. The timing is strange, uh, made perhaps even all the more stranger by the fact, uh, according to Rob Dorsett of Sky Sports, we do not have anyone lined up to be managing. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's doubling down on the stokeness, isn't it? At least we didn't make him do a press conference. At, at, at least there's that. We made him do four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh <sighs> shit. Um, so, uh, the Nathan Jones era comes to an end after roughly nine months. Uh, not many wins, quite a few defeats. Uh, a lot of... I was expecting more kind of gloating from, uh, you know, the people who have to be right about everything. Um, I, was, I, I was expecting more gloating. Whilst I've seen some, um, uh, there is a kind of resentment now uh, that even those who wanted Nathan Jones gone, even those who were perhaps calling for this uh, some time ago uh, are acknowledging that here we go, here's another fucking manager that's gone, there is uh, clearly underlying issues here with uh, the hierarchy with the fucking players um, mm-hmm. and Nathan Jones uh, will obviously uh, pay the price for that. Uh, from my point of view, the reason his position as manager was no longer uh, tenable, you know, beyond the actual results themselves, which will be the kind of headline, uh, will be that the right players weren't uh, brought in to suit his system. Um, mm-hmm. Whether you pass, you know, I don't know how, I don't think anyone really knows how transfers work in full, but uh, there certainly weren't the options at fullback, and there certainly wasn't the kind of uh, goal-scoring prowess that perhaps we wanted, despite, you know, a reasonable degree of investment, not as much as other years. I think that's the kind of headline. And, yeah, and, I mean, you know, people will scoff, but the the kind of 
individual errors right at the start of the season really did set a tone mm. and that was very difficult to break out of even when we got those couple of wins and thought we had that we still had a bit of a bit of a nightmare in terms of really believing that we were a half decent decent team and yeah um i'm very sad for the bloke because despite what anyone else says i, I think he was a a really good uh hmm a really good advert for being a manager because uh, yeah, despi- despite the kind of horrific uh, results and the kind of fact that most of his Stoke tenure has been with the kind of cloud hanging over him, he's remained upbeat, positive, he's backed himself, uh, he strikes me as a guy who genuinely loves football and loves being a part of a football club and uh, he'll feel shit that it hasn't worked out, that he's left Luton and and come to try and turn around a, a ship that was uh, had had a few uh, had sprung a few leaks. Let's put, let's put it that way. Um, I, I think that the, go on. I was, I was going to say. I think I was going to say that I thought maybe he's, he's a good advert for being just a good human being as well. Mm. But but on the same, well, he isn't a good advert for it because it's all gone so horribly wrong. <laughs> so actually, maybe that's maybe that's bad. Maybe we need a dickhead in next. Um, yeah, yeah, and that and that's what the uh, title of this episode is. It's going to be "What's Next," um, <laughs> because I don't have a fucking clue. Um, so yes, uh, a few candidates. Uh, have been <coughs> mooted around. Uh, well, it's kind of started yesterday. There was a kind of a random one yesterday of uh, Jose Gomez, better known to mm-hmm. not the top twenty pod listener listeners as uh, Jose Gomsch, um <laughs> former Reading manager. Uh, did did this guy sign Charlie Adam? <laughs> I, I don't know, but. He's just gone up in my estimation. If he did, <laughs> oh god, imagine that! Yeah, so a, a last uh, minute Red- loan. Reading manager sacked earlier this season with them not doing so great. Um, so not the most inspiring, despite the kind of ooh fancy fancy continental name. Um, mm. uh, then we had the kind of pie in the sky ones of Chris Hutton and Alex Neal. Mm. <laughs> Imagine like like three or four years ago thinking like Chris Uton and Alex Neal were the oh god I'd, I'd chop my right hands off for Chris Uton <laughs> or Alex Neal yeah but goodness me um, who and, knows though I I mean we didn't really expect I, I, I was going to say we didn't expect Jones to come because there, there was a point where I'm sure when it was mooted that he was coming. Was there a rumour? And then everybody said, why would he leave Luton? And then he did. And everybody went, oh, that's a surprise. I guess we're Mm. a lot more tarnished now. Yeah. And at least we were like a kind of literal step up in terms of league standing, whereas Alex Neal is second in the league and we are second bottom as of uh, the time we're recording. After tonight, (laughs) we we might be actually (laughs) uh, bottom. Chris Um, Newton is jobless, isn't he? At the minute, He's sort of sat at home watching daytime telly. Yes, uh, I think he's maybe said words to the effect of he doesn't want a, a championship job, or well, certainly not this <laughs> this absolute fire. Um, so yeah, but of course the kind of the dinosaur shaking the the water in front of me, causing little <laughs> ripple effects, is 
the uh, the Tony Pulis Tyrannosaurus Rex uh, kind of lurking in the distance. Will it appear and rip our heads off while we're sat on the toilet? Um, <laughs> whoa, Pulis. Um, I mean, some people saying, oh, get him in till the end of the season, he'll keep us up and then we'll uh, kind of rebuild from there. Some people, perhaps myself included, saying he's, he's not going to come for... Uh, six months he's gonna you, you either get the full Pulis or you get nothing but I suppose money does mm-hmm. talk and if if he can be persuaded of that that might be interesting he does yeah. have a good relationship with the Coates family perhaps he was on holiday with John Coates perhaps they were sunning it up <laughs> in Mallorca real real <laughs> uh, yeah I, I can see him coming for six months on two years money mm. I can't see him coming for six months as a favour, but well, maybe. I guess if there's anywhere he would do that, it's our place, isn't it? Perhaps they were planning to appoint Pulis today because uh, yesterday was supposed to be uh, Brexit Day and they th- he thought it could have been like <laughs> Pulis's Christmas. Oh, Come I, early. I like to think Pulis is, is just a little bit politically for nah. some reason. I'm not sure why. No, I've no, I've no grounds for that at all. That's fifty-two percent of our listeners just gone, by the way. But fine, that's true. Uh, (laughs) um, So uh, we uh, posed a question on Twitter: uh, What's next? Uh, Matt Swift replies: The club should release some kind of statement about how they'll learn from these mistakes and conduct a major (laughs) overhaul of the club. (laughs) I mean, we got contactless card payments, so not really sure. What do you Uh, want? Yeah, steak and chips. Who else? Who else can do it? Steak and chips. Uh, what? What are the other? Uh, what? What? What we? What are we all worried about? Um, Fill the other corner in. What's all the fuss about? Um, Delilah's bar has opened close match. Like, just pick your your club catchphrase at this point. Um, Player goes round somebody's house. Potamus goes on a journey to see somebody. <laughs> But those are sweet, at least the the Potamus journey. Yeah, no, they're wonderful. Did you notice the first tweet from the club after uh, the announcement? Uh, well, after Percy broke the story, was uh, you know Harry Potter. And I thought, <laughs> I thought, is is he is he gonna pull a tracksuit on? We've tried everything mm. else. Have we though? I could think of several alternatives. Go on, hit me. Um, that'd be one of them. Um, Hitting a wall, running a bath, um, Rory doing it to the end of a season. I'd be, I'd, you know, you know what? I think is, you know, considering there's not much out there. At least I don't think so. Anyway, no. Rory to Rory to the end of the season. <laughs> I, I don't mean, like myself for suggesting it it's, for it's... the for the, you know, the feels. For the uh, mm. narrative, Roy Delap throwing us out of the relegation zone, <laughs> or throwing, mm. throwing us down the league. <laughs> yeah, I stopped myself saying it. It's a 2019 get Steve Bold in, isn't it? Mm. Mind you, what's he doing now? Yeah, it could be worse. <laughs> we could do we could do a lot worse than Steve Bold. Uh, absolutely right. This because I was thinking the other day actually that there's not many ex Stoke City players in management that I'm aware of. Um, 
the only uh, one, that, yeah, one, yeah, yeah, the only one that springs to mind is Graham Potter, who's actually really fucking good. And we <laughs> yeah. missed that boat, didn't we? You fucking idiots! <laughs> if only somebody had suggested it. Uh, Paul Lambert was a nice man, though. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, Robin Tunstall says we are going to employ Joey Barton because we are going to be relegated anyway. Joey will beat out any rot left w- within the club with his fists. We smash League One with all our youngsters, Gregory and McLean. We become the League One crew, Alex, but absolute shit houses. Joey mm. Barton. <laughs> I mean, he's <laughs> doing an all right job at Fleetwood, but I thought we didn't want, um, you know, League One and two managers anymore. So. I, I don't necessarily think the uh, job description should consist of will fight the players. No, I mean I, I don't want to out myself for as Tom Ince. I don't want to out myself as some kind of bleeding heart liberal. You already have. He, he, he may as well bring Chad Evans with him, and oh, then fuck we off. can no. well, exactly cancel I'm, conversation, please. I'm, I'm not keen on. I'm not keen on Joey. Mm. I'd rather have Bowyer. Not that he'd come. I mean, Christ. Why would he? Mm. Who else has got in loads of trouble when they were a player for literally like trying to stab other players? Oh, Dave Kitson, <laughs> the secret <laughs> manager. Oh, fucking Kitson is that it? <laughs> Nothing would surprise me with this club at the moment. Nothing <laughs> would surprise me at all. Um, oh, but you on the t- you've mentioned uh, two players who like fought on the pitch. Well, was somebody's birthday yesterday? <laughs> yeah, get Griffin. Maybe. Oh no! I'm, 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 <laughs> Ricardo Fuller would perhaps not impose the discipline on the dressing room that perhaps we want. Uh, no, but him and Griffin together as a team, between them, they'd be like good cop and not turned up yet cop. <laughs> good cop, late cop. <laughs> Isn't oh, Mark Br- Steen a coach now? Yeah, I, thought, I thought he was a physio. Oh, he might be a well, coach. He was physio at Dagenham for a while. Who's injured? A few of them. <laughs> Everyone. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we're going through the former Stoke player list. Now. Carruthers. Martin <laughs> Carruthers is a coach. I've seen him okay. on Twitter. Fair enough. I'm, um, I'm not sure what level. <laughs> does it matter? <laughs> well, we'll come down to meet him. I imagine. So. Mm. Stoke mm. Analytics uh, says, "Does it really matter? Doesn't really matter in the end, does it? Death is waiting for us all." Fingers poor crossed. Sto- poor Stoke Analytics. I mean, uh, he's been given a lot of shit uh, recently by uh, arseholes, but <laughs> as arseholes are prone to do. But um, you know, the XG was there, the underlying numbers were there, but what good? Are- but we're in a post-truth age, Tony. Facts don't matter. Numbers don't matter. It's um, no. it's just bloody shit. <laughs> it's all very late uh, this decade, isn't it? Let's mm. get everyone on one side or the other of an argument, and then ruin Divide both sides rule. of the argument and make everything as bad as possible for everyone. Ah, yeah. brilliant! Um, uh, someone sent us the gif of Tony Pulis laughing. Uh, I mean, right, so we have a serious conversation about Pulis. Um, mm. Would he keep us up, yes or no, instant gut reaction? Probably. Would you want him to stay beyond the end of the season, instant gut reaction? Probably. Probably? Okay. Uh, do you think he would, given three or four years, take us up? Probably. I mean, take us up or bankrupt us. 
we haven't we haven't got a team that he would I like it's not what I want. He does he does want a war chest, doesn't he? And if financial fair play uh hints are to be believed then he may not get that despite yeah. the uh, wealth of the Coates family. Who he does he does get on with and you know mm. all the all the rest of it. Um I, yeah. I love him to bits for everything I, that happened and I would not say a bad word against him. I don't think it would be a good idea. But if he turned up and it would be a it would be a scrap. It's just was I don't know. We're still mm. in a position where we've this season played alright in with the exception of the last two games and it's like is there a way that we can build on what Jones has done and not just have to scrap it again and start again? Is there a way to work with what we've the work that he's done for no reward at all and carry that on? I'd like he won't do that, obviously. Much much as I love him, we know exactly what we'd be getting. I mean maybe he would. Maybe he'd be like, Oh, maybe he'd he'd speak to Coates and then he'd ring Nathan Jones up and say, uh, talk me through the diamond, alright, class and then he'd just work out a way of making the diamond drearily defensive in a way that means we win lots of games 2-0 instead of 1-0 or something and it'll be the second coming of Tony Pulis and everyone will lord him for reinventing himself and then he'll go on and manage Arsenal Okay Um, Yeah I mean no but also (laughs) uh, uh, could he be the first manager in history to park the diamond that would be a a nice tactical innovation. Oh, Pulis mm. has parked the diamond today. Um, so uh, it's very unlikely we'll have a manager before uh, West Brom, given that apparently we don't have one lined up. Um, so, but excitingly, uh, me and you will be at uh, potentially the new manager's first game, mm. uh, which is Barnsley away, which. Uh, very much looking forward to a relegation six-pointer in much. early November at Barnsley. Everyone saw this coming, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm, 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 I've been moaning about it for a couple of weeks. I'm not very well. I won't be well enough to go on Monday, which is probably a blessing. So I'll, I'll be working to fitness myself up and, I don't know, fix my lungs before then so I can watch... Who knows? Potamus's red and white army. <laughs> Hippo uh. win. <laughs> uh, Wardy says a one 0 win over West Brom, where everyone will yell that it proves Jones was the problem. Then we'll win one of the next ten. Yeah, um, that sounds right. <laughs> uh, Stokey Tom says sellotape answer is Pulis, bricks and mortar, Hutton or maybe Neil. That's Neil, not O'Neill. Yeah, Michael O'Neill oh, yeah. has been mentioned. Uh, yeah. Did a good job in Northern Ireland. Obviously, international management's very, very different. Did but a good job at Shamrock Rovers, though, to get there, didn't he? I know, I know that's not fair. The championship, but he's very highly he's been very highly thought of since before he went to Northern Ireland. So, mm. although I think I've I read, I, I weirdly remember. I don't know why. I think we were talking about him ages ago, and I looked him up, and I think when he. Was it Shamrock Rovers? He cited Gordon Strachan as his main influence or something. <laughs> Which, as a fan, inverted commas, of the Scotland national team, that that sort of fills me with dread. Hmm. Um, but on paper, that Northern Ireland team that got to the Euros was pretty terrible. Mm. Uh, but they were incredibly well-drilled and uh, effective in a kind of very limited way. But 
uh, certainly an admirable job. I don't know mm. uh, if he'd be tempted to leave a kind of cushy-ish international job where he's not really expected to qualify for tournaments mm. for, again, our dumpster fire. But... <laughs> yeah, it kind of depends how much he hates himself and his life, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, Liam Webb says, uh, what's next? With this squad, it pains me to say it's more than, more than likely relegation. We are bottom of the league. Mm. Or we will be in a couple of hours. Uh, Average Stokey says, get ready for League One football next year. Coates will sell the club. FFP penalties on the horizon. Just fuck it. Fuck all these players and play the academy. At least they'll care at least 10% more than the current shit we have now. Cough, ints. Well, if I mean, if he does, we're completely dicked because we owe Coates 130 million quid, I think, <laughs> last time I looked. Um, so mm. that'll be interesting. Yeah. Maybe we just all start supporting other clubs for a bit. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, oh, no, no, can't do that. I'm going, yeah, what what would our beloved podcast listeners do? Okay, um, learn more about Rotherham and maybe York or... Yeah, I'm going to York tomorrow, uh, watching them play Kidderminster. Uh, they are 14 unbeaten in the in the league, York City. So, well, if I rock up and they lose, <laughs> I'm just I'm just not bothering with football ever again because it's obviously me. It's my fault. All of it is my fault. Um, oh, you say you say that. I I, I think it's uh, I I I did a song for Christmas. Oh God! Oh, should so we put that fault. at the end? Should we put that at the end of the podcast? Because Oh, I don't know because if I can re, it depends on how many syllables the new manager's name's got in it. Like yeah, I'm still I, hopeful I can rework it, but I'm not sure if they'll deserve it. I, I feel like this song needs to be heard in its original form. Yeah, maybe. But it's up to you. It's up to you. I'll, I'll um, leave that completely up to you. Tony's written a Chris, Christmas song, everyone. It's really, really good. Um, but but there were some some lyrics that reference Nathan Jones and his backroom team. So yeah. So cheers for that, Stoke. Uh, that's the real reason you're really sad right now, isn't it? It's all <laughs> no, that it's not. I mean, there's lots of reasons, but it, fuck, it hasn't helped. Mm. Mm. Uh, Tom Wheeler says, John Coates will appoint himself as manager and will get relegated. Peter will then tell his son to fuck off and re- re-sign Jones, then back-to-back promotions. <laughs> uh, any someone says, eat shit, sleep, die, the peaceful calm of nothingness. <laughs> Eat shit, sleep, die is uh, pretty much an accurate summary of our season. <laughs> and my week. <laughs> oh, no. uh, my penicillin does bad things. And Bob Pelican says, who fucking cares? I didn't think I'd ever be this sad to read about a manager being sacked, yet Tony fucking Scholes is still in a job. Fuck me. <laughs> uh, it's like an episode of The Thick of It, this one. So, so many expletives. Um, and yet again, people will kind of, at a, at a cursory reading maybe get the impression that we are uh, kind of blinkered to the fact that we're second bottom of the league and had a really shit season. We're not. Um, I just... I, I I knew we had to go, but I just think the timing is particularly strange. I think our kind of board is, you know, stepping in dog shit again by <laughs> doing it so ham-fistedly. And... I'm, <laughs> And also, I'm just like, who are we realistically going to get next? Because it's not going to be Hugh and it's not going to be Neil. Uh, might be Pulis, possibly. And then, who the fuck? 
Who the, f- who the fuck knows? Who the fuck even cares? <laughs> Daft little club. <laughs> Silly podcast. Fuck off. <laughs> Is that the end? Uh, I don't know. Have you got, have you got any more swear words? No, I was, I was going to build on your dog shit analogy and suggest that they just just nine months ago brought a lovely new carpet and now they're treading dog shit all the way through it. And but yeah, no, I've got I've got no. Well, I, I, I'm not even sad. Like when when we thought he was gone a few weeks ago, I was really really sad, and now I'm just fucking angry because it's. It was obvious. Obviously, they decided then, and, and they've just fucked about and just fuck them. Fucking hate football. Well, in fact, no, I quite like football. I just don't like Stoke. So, tune you in never, next week. For... You never know. They might appoint someone who's really, really good, who knows their stuff, who gets this shower of shit uh, to form into uh, a squad worthy of their transfer market value. Um, yeah. Who play attacking, exciting football, who win games, will score three goals in a game at Barnsley <laughs> even, um, and will be made to look such fools for believing in Nathan Jones and his magic beans. Uh, um, but then again, that won't happen. If that does happen, <laughs> I will sing on the podcast. And nobody <laughs> wants that. Um, I'm going to stop that now anyway. I'm just bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> Spinning off of that. Unless, unless we get really good. Or, re- uh, well... Yeah, bollocks. Save it for Christmas. I'm not even um, angry at the decision. I'm angry at this whole fucking stupid idiot club. <laughs> yeah, everything about it. We've bounced off the iceberg yeah. into a massive fire, and even though we're sinking in the water, we're still on fire. We're, we're just um, pure poison. Like, everything, everything, everything that touches <laughs> us just gets infected. Yeah. We, we, we tried the uh, gruff... Uh, you know, championship maestro. We tried uh, Paul Lambert's happy warrior routine. We tried Nathan Jones and his divine godlike powers. Um, we just just poisoned them all. We we are a virus. Just seal the stadium. Managers, we, stay away. <laughs> we didn't even properly break Paul Lambert. He just never really got going and then went again. He would. God, yeah. The he would scenes if he came back. Just oh yeah, I don't. I, oh. like, I'm doing all right with Ipswich, but I really like my time at Stoke, so I'm going to come back. I should have done the accent, but yeah, that would be. Imagine the noises people would make. <laughs> Specific people. Uh, no, there's no, there's no good way. I mean, later, hopefully, we'll just get someone in, and they'll be brilliant, and everything will be good. But yeah, it's, it good. just seems a bit unlikely. Uh, yeah. So football. we've ni- we've had a nice vent. Uh, football bad still. West Brom Monday night. Hope we win. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then now follows twenty seconds of farting noises. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think this is the best podcast we've ever done. <laughs> oh, well, it's lovely to speech, yeah. Uh, and you, Tony. Uh, I hope your next week is much improved on this week. Um, yeah. 
thank you for thank you for listening. Uh, thank you very much, Nathan Jones. Uh, sincere thanks yeah. for trying your best. Uh, we are as devastated as uh, you presumably are that uh, things turned out the way they did. Uh, good luck, uh, mystery new manager. We're sorry to you know be so down, but mm. um, you'll you know, see. You'll you'll have you'll have our backing uh, regardless, even if you <laughs> are. Um, you know, on paper, terrifying. Um, yeah, thanks, thanks, Jones. Thanks, Jonesy. Thanks for trying. Uh, do you know uh, this is this will be the fifth manager we've had in the run of this podcast? Uh, is roughly under forty episodes a manager now. So tune into episode two hundred and twenty something to find out who our uh, new manager will be. Uh, We're actually, I think, our average on the historical podcasts where we do one po- podcast covering a whole season. Is still better. Okay. Um, yeah, actually, do listen to those. That is a point, by the way. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Wizards of Drivel. We have uh, uploaded three new episodes of A Potted History, a season by season kind of review of every single every single Stoke season. And uh, Tony, in particular, is unearthing fascinating uh, nuggets about Stoke history all the time. So, uh, if we do say so ourselves, we think they are. Uh, really good and worth listening to so mm. uh, if you want to subscribe to the Patreon it's a dollar a month and you will get good stuff like that consistently or occasionally, I'll lean towards occasionally um, mm. and also if you want beer to numb the pain, beer52.com forward slash wizards okay then uh, thank you Tony thank you Dave uh, thanks for listening oh, we go on Stoke City you twats Peter a table and Badu and I Joel and James McLean and Badu and I over Linden and Badu and I, Badu and I, Badu and I. Carter, and Badu and I. Bartjokas, Lindsay and Badu and I. Tyrese and Goynick, Paul and Badu and I. Hogan and Gregory and Badu and I, Badu and I, Badu and I, Woodsmith, Lucas, Fox and Badu and I, Mark Duffield, Harry Suter and Sar and Sam, Dan Jarvis, Lazy and Badu and 
Bye. Uh-huh.